Hi, this is Noah in Copeland, the creator of Sonic Triple Trouble 16-Bit, and you're listening to the Sega Lounge. Welcome to the Sega Lounge, where we celebrate our love for all things Sega, including the games, the music, and the community. I'm your host, KC. Join me as I talk to different guests and learn more about their projects and passion for Sega. Welcome back to the Sega Lounge, everyone. So glad to have you here. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode, which was done live for a change. If you missed it, give it a listen and enjoy coming up with your own answers to our Would You Rather questions, as well as thinking of which games deserve some of the awards we gave out on the show. As teased during that episode, I'm planning on having more of that style of episode sprinkled throughout the rest of the season with a rotating panel of guests from the community. Stay tuned for more news on that very, very soon. And now, let's talk about this week's guest. This week, we finally have on the lounge a guest that's been on my list of potential guests for a while and was also suggested by our faithful listener, João Perdal. The multi-talented Noah and Copeland, creator of the acclaimed fan game Sonic Triple Trouble 16-Bit, is here to tell us all about the origins, challenges and future of this amazing project. Enjoy the interview. Noah, welcome to the Sega Lounge. Heck yeah, happy to be here. Excellent, happy to have you. How are you? How's it going? Well, <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good. I'm very, very hot. I am. It's over 100 degrees Fahrenheit in Texas. That's around 39.40 for Celsius people. And yeah. um, believe it or not, I was working on Triple Trouble, Sonic Triple Trouble 16-bit right before uh we got on this call um we're working on okay. a turkish translation right now oh that's awesome interesting shout out to our tu turkish listeners okay i was sort of working on triple trouble as well before we started uh but in a, in a different capacity by oh, yeah? by so playing it on my steam deck Oh, heck so. yeah. I'd love to see it. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh and that so research Research, obviously. Research. Yes, Perfect. of course. Because I'm a kind. professional. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about uh, Triple Trouble 16-bit, I'm sure, uh, at length. But I usually like to start from the very beginning, Noah. So for people who are not familiar with you, your work, and even for people who are, would you like to tell us a little bit how you got into video games, first and foremost as a gamer? How did you get into that? this world okay so there's this uh, large american retail store called walmart yes and um it used to have demo kiosks of video games where like the controller would be at a child's hand level but the screen would be like 20 feet in the air and you'd like break your neck like trying to like watch the game right and so i saw someone playing sonic adventure 2 battle on nintendo gamecube and um it blew my 10 year old mind it was so cool it had you know rocking music it had these cinematic camera angles and just a sense of speed and the thrill and the fun and i'm like now that that is what i would like to have my hands on so i stood way too close to the kid that was playing it until he <laughs> left and took the <laughs> controller from him yeah, I didn't have enough money to buy a GameCube and all that, so I went the next style over, and for Windows 98 or 95 was a two-pack CD-ROM of Sonic 3 and Knuckles and Sonic CD. So I got okay. that. So three Sonic games uh, three Sonic games I was exposed to all day one, which obviously led to my love of Sonic. And just from there on out, uh, I just started playing more and more uh, video games uh, from there. Okay, that's that's interesting. That's like a different kind of story that I'm used to on on this show. So yeah, so you, you, oh, Sonic Adventure Two is awesome. 
let's get Sonic 3 and Knuckles and Sonic City instead because, you know. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm a kid. Have. I need to yes, mow a of lot course. of lawns before I can get a GameCube. I did end up getting the GameCube in Sonic Adventure yeah. 2. But yeah, okay. I rented it like maybe five times on the way to actually purchasing it because, again, trying to get money uh, for it, you know. Um, but yeah, stuff. still a game very close to my heart, both it and Sonic 3K. Okay, okay. If you had to pick one, Oh, don't do that to me. It depends <laughs> on my mood, man. You know, I think Sonic 3K is definitely the game I would recommend to people more easily just because I think it's more solid throughout. Um, mm-hmm. Adventure 2 has some more. Um, your mileage may vary on that game. There's some there's a lot of variety in that game and not everyone is going to like it. But that game's mm-hmm. like I would say that game's vibe. It's spirit. It's like core. It just resonates with me. Like I love everything that it's doing, even when it's not always hitting it ten out of ten. It's the the intention of it where I'm like, I'm into this. I love that mm-hmm. game so much. Awesome, yeah, that's a great answer, by the way. Awesome. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so that's how you got into video games in general, not just Sonic, but video games in general. Um, and you are, I think. First and foremost, a musician, right? Would, That's where I have that... more of my background, yeah. This whole okay. video game development thing is kind of new. Yeah, so that that's what I was getting into. So how did how do you go from being like a first and foremost a musician or you know, having a background in, in music to developing video games? And why did you do it? <laughs> so it's kind of funny, right? It's like I wanted to be a video game composer but I Mm -hmm. couldn't find any games that didn't already have a composer. So I was like, well, I'll just make my own game and that'll be a way to get like my music. Right. And so that's how I sort of got into sort of uh, game development. You know, I did a little as a kid, as a child before, um, like I downloaded this. I literally was like, I want to make games. So I typed in game maker on uh, Google or Yahoo or whatever it would have been at the time. (laughs) And, um, there was a literally a game engine called Game Maker, quite exactly. literally. Yeah. Downloaded that as a kid. And then as an adult, when I came time to, oh, I want to make my own games since I need to get um since I need to get opportunities, I need to make my own games. I was like, well, how about that old thing, Game Makers? That's still around. It was, and it's gotten way better. Dusted it off and then started uh, learning from there. And what I found is, to be honest, I really like making games like a lot, even though my degree is in music production. I would like to pursue this whole um, game design uh, thing further. Um, mm-hmm. I think what's really, f- while making the music is fun, it's, um, depending on the scenario, it can be a little, um, how should I say, a little bit of a buzzkill when you realize that you're making music for somebody else's world, their characters, and you have like no control over it. Uh, there's a certain degree of um, healthy separation that comes from that, but there's times where I, I kept finding myself when I was composing on things like wanting to do more than just the music, which is you know inappropriate, and I never overstepped my bounds, but I definitely had that urge, right, as a storyteller and a creative. So I really like making games now because I don't have mm-hmm. to worry about that um, having to hold back, and I can just execute the vision uh, entirely. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, so you have like total creative freedom and you can do whatever you want, right? It's yes, it's yours. exactly. Because you know, we started said that I started as a gamer, so I like mm-hmm. video games, I have g- games that I would like to play, and so when I make them, I just I make the things that this is what I would want if I was purchasing this. If I was a kid at Walmart today looking at the screen, <laughs> which they're, they're lower now, they're now at eye yeah. height. <laughs> What would I want to see? And that's sort of how I, I approach it. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That's, yeah, good answer as well. And so um, moving on to Sonic Triple Trouble, 16-bit, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, how did that idea come about? Because, you know, we've mentioned Sonic 3 and Knuckles. We've mentioned mm-hmm. Sonic Adventure 2. Sonic Triple Trouble was an 8-bit game, right? Mm-hmm. Uh I mean, why, how did that happen? How did the idea form in your head? Yeah, Yeah, I can tell you. Um, So I'd always wanted to make my own Sonic game because Mm -hmm. I love Sonic so much. I used to 
um, there's a community called Sonic Fan Games HQ, which has been around since probably like 99 or something like that. And mm-hmm. I was a part of that at the early on. Um, so there's always been this um, healthy Sonic fan game scene, and Sega has been really cool in um, allowing that to foster as long as no one... The basic rule is don't charge anything, don't try to make a profit of it, just make your fun passion project for fun, learn how to make a game with it, and it's all good, which is great. And I think that's smart of them to do that. That keeps their fan base engaged, that keeps their... I don't think that ha- that I don't think they miss out on sales by that. I think they actually get sales because it fosters people's interest in Sonic because it's a free, approachable game people can play. And you know, the people that worked on Sonic Mania, one of the highest reviewed Sonic games in years, uh, started off making Sonic fan games before they turned professional. So, yeah, it, Sega was rewarded for allowing people to just make fan games and not really hunt after it, like for sure, might, you know. Yeah. Um, but um, for me, I'd always wanted to make my own Sonic fan game. And I had started like an original fan game, right? And it was a way to get my music out. Uh, a, I say an original Sonic, Sonic fan game that isn't a remake of something is what I mean. Mm-hmm. It was more like a cross between, imagine this, Sonic 3 Knuckles and Sonic Adventure 2. Um, but it really was hard to get anywhere from it because I'm not an artist. And obviously games need art. So... I was actually on set for a film uh, because I also, one of the films I was doing music for, I also was the boom op, so held the, uh, you know, the microphone on set. We had wrapped for the day and we're shooting on location um, at a house and that house happened to have a PS2 with Sonic Jim's collection on it and the crew, we all started to say, hey, let's play some Sonic and we just started <laughs> busting it out and we started playing Sonic Chaos and Sonic Triple Trolls, some of the Game Gear games that I'd sort of forgotten about, mm-hmm. but had played previously. And I was like, yo, here's what I need to do. Instead of trying to make a new Sonic game from scratch, let's remake an existing one. That'll be way easier, right? And so I typed in, um, I went with Triple Trouble because I thought it'd be easier to translate. It would make the most sense as a, to go from 8-bit to 16-bit style. And so I just, has it been done before? I Google Sonic Triple Trouble 16-bit. And the results I found is from this uh, artist out of Germany named uh, D Light Ears. She had made uh, tiles, all the graphics for the level art for probably 80% of the levels. And I'm like, oh, look, it's already done. <laughs> the graphics are already done. I'll make this. We'll do this. I'll, I'll just do a one-to-one remake with better graphics. I'll be done in like a month. This will be great. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it took me about five years <laughs> to finish the game, but that's sort of how it started. Okay, okay. I didn't know that. That's an awesome story. Very good. And so did you kept, keep working with her? Yeah, you did a project? lot of the art. Yeah, we, we got more yeah. artists as well. The mm-hmm. art team sort of expanded, uh, especially towards the end. Um, I don't like to add too many people too early on because then I think people try to um, change the direction before the direction is realized you know mm-hmm. um but d was pretty much with me from the start um she made a lot of great art um no spoilers but the um a very large robot in the uh, final boss um was done by d light years and i think it looks incredible you know yeah. but we had a lot yeah. of talented artists work on uh the the game and the art and it would not mm-hmm. be near as good without their excellent work replicating a 16-bit style too because uh, if you don't know a Sega Genesis can only show so many colors on screen at one time. It's about mm-hmm. 60, 60 or 61, depending on if uh, where the background is. And so we wanted that look uh, for our game. We wanted it to feel like a game from the 90s. We wanted it to feel authentic. So there were, I felt bad, but there were times when the artist would make this beautiful art. I'm like, it looks great. There's too many but. colors. We need to make it worse <laughs> yeah. in order to make it better. To make it more authentic, because we don't, I don't want it, I don't want it to lose the feel, right? I was sort of, um, Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters, uh, he did an, they did an album maybe, uh, a while back where instead of doing it digitally with computers, like all albums are done, they got like an old analog tape machine and recorded it to physical tape the way you did back in the day. And the producer was like, okay, that's cool, but 
you know, we should back it up on computers just in case we lose something. And he's like, no, I don't want to see a computer on this in this studio. If we if the tape fails, we have to re-record it. Like that's how we do it. So it, we sort of did a similar thing with that level of auth- authenticity. It's like if the mm-hmm. Genesis couldn't do it, if the Mega Drive couldn't do it, we won't do it either. We kept the colors down to the limit. The kind of effects we could use uh, were limited. Uh, you know, Super Nintendo had the Mode 7 scaling stuff that it used for like F-Zero. Genesis mm-hmm. didn't have that at a hardware level. It had to be done with software. So a lot of times when it happened, there was a little hitch in the frame rate. Um, so anytime we do any sort of scaling in our game, I made the game purposely hitch the frame rate for just a second <laughs> uh, just to get that level <laughs> in there. I might be the only game developer in history to intentionally lower the frame rate artificially. Okay. (laughs) Because as a game developer, you're constantly fighting to get the frame rate as high as possible. Obviously. Obviously. (laughs) And so I was, I was going to ask that. So how uh, did that work or did you do that for everything like music and everything or did some things, did you take advantage of, of the, you know, a, a more powerful system or, you know, systems yeah. that we now use today it was pretty much like that through everything the music like yeah. that for sure um okay no more than uh six tracks of fm synthesis usually five with this six one for low quality audio samples and a little pulse sound generator which is how the mega drive did it um in fact a lot of the music um that was done on it um like some i did have some guest musicians normally for a stage i would do act one and then have someone else do act two. So we got two different interpretations of the same song. Yeah. A lot of the guest musicians used a program called Defle Mask, which means that the music they made can not only follow Sega Genesis limitations, but it can literally be, literally be played on played. a mm-hmm. uh, Mega Drive. If they burn it to like a flashcard or something, it could literally be played on it. So you can't get more, uh, more authentic than literally being on the hardware, right? The only sure. thing I think we sort of cheated on really was um maybe the amount of content i think it would be hard to fit all of that into a you know four megabyte cartridge though to be fair some games like i think street fighter had larger cartridge sizes they were just more expensive to make at the time so they were rare but it was possible um that's the only thing because you know we have a we have what one two three four five unlockable characters Mm -hmm. um uh, all the different stages, the final unlockable stage, but also a competition mode that has battle, race, balloon, and its own separate campaign with a lot of text in it with a lot of dialogue. So I think that's might be the only thing where we sort of cheated was just the amount of stuff we sort of crammed okay. in there. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. It's but so aesthetically, for- we were very pure. Exactly. It it stays close to the to what you would expect from a Genesis or a Mega Drive game, right? Yeah. Um, and so how obviously you said that before that the originally the idea was to be like uh, to do a one on one remake, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now that you're done, <laughs> uh, how close did you get to that original idea? How far did you deviate from from that original plan? <laughs> Oh, we deviated far, man. Because <laughs> what I found out, yeah, original plan, just take the, I found the level maps for the original game online, yeah. the Game Gear game. Yeah. And I'm just going to add, just graphic swap, make mm-hmm. it bigger or uh, more detailed, bigger sprites, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. What I found, why that doesn't work, is you put 16-bit style Sonic in a, a Game Gear map, and you find out that they're not compatible. Yeah, because Sonic didn't control the same way on the mm-hmm. Game Gear that he did on the Mega Genesis. Uh, the Mega Genesis, <laughs> the, Genesis the Mega Genesis, Mega- of course. <laughs> yes, the Gen Drive. Yes. The Gen Drive. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so, like his jump, relatively speaking, is a lot higher on Game mm-hmm. Gear than it is yeah. on uh, Genesis relative to his own height. So it's mm-hmm. not compatible. So I've realized, well, crap. I can't just do a once for one remake. It's not that fun. It doesn't feel like a remake of the Game Gear games, and it doesn't feel like Genesis Sonic. It feels mm-hmm. like just a bad combo of bad mixture of both. So really, it took a lot of... This is the short version, because it took a lot of refining to figure this out, but it was really, let's go look at the 
the Sonic 1, 2, 3, Mania, and CD, those, those games, look at their level design, study that level design, and figure out how to recreate that while keeping mm-hmm. the spirit of the original Game Gear games. That was the thing. We couldn't use the literal levels in terms of their map layout, uh, but it was more of their spirit. So if you like sort of, if you get like a side-by-side, like zoom out of my level and the Game Gear level, the same sort of contour is the same. Like it goes up here and down there and then back around in, in a lot of places. Um, but it's completely new layouts and map layouts, which is very hard because I believe Sonic level design is unlike any other level design than your than a, a, a Mario or a Mega Man or something like that mm-hmm. because it's so unsquare. It's so rounded and curved and all the intersecting paths if you look at like a zoom out of any level from sonic 3 it looks like an anthill like it's just a madhouse yes. and how hirokazu yashuhara the level designer on those first three games how he was able to come up with that unique style on what was essentially like his first big game is absolutely incredible and that man is a genius mm-hmm. as far as i'm yeah. concerned for sure for sure and like the um it's not that linear, right? So usually you mentioned, for example, Mario or Mega Man. It's like a linear path. Uh, in Sonic games, 16-bit Sonic games, you had like a, the higher path would be the, the fastest, but also the, the most difficult and the lower path, etc. So that that choice and that compromise that you had to, to, to make to decide, should I go easier but longer or <laughs> risk it and go higher? And that's something that's not really present in the, the 8-bit games exactly, right? So at least to the yes. same extent. So it's hard to, to I, I, I assume it's hard to recreate that. It was very difficult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So what would you say was the, probably that, but what would you say was the biggest difficulty the hardest thing to do in creating this game? Oh my gosh. I mean, honestly, we just talked about level design. That might be it. That's what I spent the most Mm -hmm. time doing, right? The artists were incredible at creating art. Um, I could make the music. It was a challenge, but I could make the music. I had help with the music. It was all great. Um, Programming is annoying and i bang my head against that but there are smart programmers out there who have helped me but that level design man that was like i mean it was pretty much all done by me there's one section that was done by someone else but um i tried to work with other level designers they either didn't really make anything or made things that were too difficult didn't have that intersecting it didn't feel like sonic right Mm -hmm. and so that was the most difficult part uh, for sure, was the level design. That and the fact that I'm simultaneously learning how to make a video game. Like I did during the development of Triple Trouble, I did some game jams, which is where, you know, over a weekend, you just make a small video mm-hmm, game with like a team mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, I did a lot of those and I could, there were sort of like milestones along the way. I had this giant game that I was trying to make as my first game. Then along the way, every now and then, I was making little smaller games at Game Jams, and you could see how faster and better I was getting at those smaller games as I was simultaneously making Triple Trouble and learning how to make a game like Triple Trouble. So that was also a challenge. Yeah, for sure. And speaking of which, you've released one of those games you developed um, during a Game Jam, right? Shirobi? Yes, Shirobi, (laughs) Metal Ninja. Metal Ninja, yeah. Pretty fun so, game. Well, any 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 idea or plan to release like a full version of it at some point, or not really? Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I have any other future plans for uh, Shirobi. Pr- probably because the weekend I made it, Cyber Shadow came out from published mm-hmm. by Yacht Club Games, and it just <laughs> it's pretty much everything <laughs> Show, or, uh, Shirobi was doing, but better. <laughs> and I was like, okay. why, why would I? Why would I even bother? Like it's been done. Literally the weekend that I made it, it came out. I was just like, okay, all right, <laughs> okay, okay. But it's available, right? So uh, a short version of it is is available for yeah. people to download if they yes. want to. And like like Next. like I said, I made it in a weekend, so don't expect like you know the last of us or anything like we're just gonna be <laughs> it's a short I little mean, metrovania but it's I fun mean, maybe maybe the last of us just not the last of us part two okay okay there yeah, you go. okay okay, sure. okay. 
Excellent. And so uh, Sonic Triple Trouble 16-bit is available for uh, Windows, Mac, and Android, so people can can get it for free uh, off of Game Jolt. Obviously, we'll let, leave links in the description. Um, if you were to make like a, like an, an elevator pitch to anyone who hasn't tried the game yet, what would you say, Noah? Um, I would say that uh, hey. Do you remember the uh, old school Sonic games on Genesis and Mega Drive? Well, there's another one. Imagine that there was another one that was made that was somehow lost to time and hidden away in some vault and was suddenly released to the world. That's essentially what this game feels like. That's its spirit. And so if you are interested in that, download it right now because I think it turned out pretty well. And those who have played it uh, seem to agree. So that's what would be my pitch. I do. At least I do. And I know... (laughs) Everyone agrees, so yeah. Um, out of all the new things you've included, out of all these new features that some of them you already mentioned, um, what would you say is the like the, the the thing you're the proudest of? Hmm, there's a lot of stuff I'm proud of. I think the ability to switch between Sonic and Tails at any time is pretty cool. That yeah. was a big headache during development. Um, really? Yeah, because you essentially have to design everything twice. You're like, all right, let's make a pulley. It picks up Sonic and it pulls him up. And then you have to think, okay, well, what happens if you jump on that and then while it's pulling you up, you switch to Tails and now that goes off screen. What happens to Sonic? What happens to the state of that thing? There's just a lot to manage when you can switch between two different characters on two different parts of the level at sort of any time. Uh, So that caused some headaches. But um, I'm proud of that. I'm proud of our ability to connect the continuity of having the game pick up right after the story of Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of it, finding a way to keep the original story of the Game Gear game while making it a sequel to Sonic 3 without betraying either one of those. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of navigating I had to do to make to reconcile them. Um, I am proud of the... Um, amount of sort of bonus content that wasn't in the original game um, like a uh, like a title plant has um, a level transition that's essentially you on the rocket shoes flying up into space fighting Metal Sonic in what is essentially a reverse skydive right and I think the competition mode I'm really proud of because that was completely optional I don't think it gets enough love but that's obviously me uh, being very biased <laughs> <laughs> because I could have left that off, but I put in an entire yeah. story mode competition, four different characters, each with their own unique dialogue. And um, it's a lot of fun. I've played it online through Parsec. It doesn't have built-in network connectivity because, come on, okay. guys, I'm doing this for free. But, like, <laughs> but you can use something like Parsec uh, yeah. to play online. And I've played it on some people on that. And it, it's it's like a good... I was trying to recreate like how Smash Bros used to feel before it like came competitive, it's just like the casual mm-hmm. party throwing and fighting at that. And so I'm pretty proud of that as well. Yeah, for sure. I also enjoy the the special stages. Mm. By the way, I think they feel really, really, really good. I I think that was the the first thing that I noticed when I first played the the, the full version of the game. Um, I was like the th- first thing that, yeah, this is something special. It's That's great. Not, uh, I, I don't know why exactly. I don't think I can explain it <laughs> really, but I really felt like, oh, this is this is nice. This is yeah. this feels like what we would have gotten if uh, right because they were always trying to show off something kind of three D. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and it works really, really well. And it's uh, it they get more challenging, obviously, as you go along, as you have to mm-hmm. uh, collect different emeralds and they they work really really nice so that's probably the first thing yeah i almost got in trouble for that for not being sega genesis accurate for those 3d special stages right okay okay but my defense is always there's because there's this game called panorama cotton a lot of people don't know about it because it's japanese japanese release only but it was my basis for how to imitate those 3d effects okay Um, um, on a standard Genesis, not a mm-hmm. 32X or a Sega CD. Um, it had this sort of 
behind the back sort of 3D thing that it was doing. And I'm like, well, you know what? If they could do it, let's aim for that. And that's sort of how we uh, uh, got away with it, um, staying uh, Genesis accurate. I'm like, uh-uh, uh, there's an example right there. Okay. Don't tell me I didn't do my homework. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't, maybe because I know of Panorama Cotton, maybe, but uh, but I, I it didn't shock me to see that. So, yeah, I think it fits right into the 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 sixteen bit feel of it and the the sonic feel of it as well. As you said, that's also something that you you would expect from a one of the sixteen bit games, some sort of three d special stage in some way. So yeah, because the uh, original game it was two d side scrollers for their special stage. yeah, like the feel. rotating labyrinth, right? Well, in the uh, Game Gear Triple Trouble. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like that didn't feel right to do that for a special stage, because if it had, mm-hmm. it had it been a theoretical Sonic 4, they would have tried to show off something 3D. So to me, a exactly. Panorama Cotton would have been like the next step in that, right? Okay. But we did include the, uh, the 2D special stages as a uh, hidden bonus, if you can find it, which was mm-hmm. the Light Years idea. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. So in the end, that's another thing. The amount of hidden cotton content or uh, bonus content, uh, things that you can unlock. Yeah, that's amazing. So well done. Yes, Hats off you. to you. Yeah. <laughs> amazing game. Amazing game. Okay, we'll talk a little bit more about that, Noah. But it's time to take a quick break because we have something else to do. Okay. Before we started recording, you asked me, will there be a game? (laughs) No, of course not. There's the Sega Lounge Challenge. Now that you know our guests, it's time to put them to the test. It's the moment we've waited for and the moment they dread. Welcome to your doom. I mean, welcome to the Sega Lounge Challenge. Oh, snap. <laughs> snap, indeed. Okay, what is the second lounge challenge, Noah? It can be anything I want, but... <laughs> <laughs> Lucky you. Yeah, as the host. But usually we do, we've been doing something I like to call the ultimate Sega fan challenge. Okay, and I know you're a knowledgeable fan of games, of oh, Sonic, dear, of my reputation on the line here. Maybe, maybe you're playing to get the, the the coveted Sega Lounge seal of approval. Okay. Oh gosh. Uh, so this is a, a, a game with ten rounds. Ah. <laughs> Some of them are questions, and you can pick between easy or hard questions. And some of them are uh, musical rounds, and I'll explain those when we get there. Okay. Okay. No googling, so, I assume. No googling. No, it, it it won't help you much, at least during the musical ones. But I think you'll you'll you're gonna you know the the music rounds are gonna nail them. But uh, the question is, for the questions themselves, do you want to go full Sonic or some Sonic, some Sega, so non Sonic? Mm. Uh, it's probably safer for me to do full Sonic. Okay. I'm I'm going to know some Sega, but I'm afraid I'm going to look like a chump. Okay. So I'll give you the chance to reconsider as we go along. Okay. Okay. But let's start that way. So, and here's how it go, how it works. 10 rounds in each of the rounds, you can score to up to two points. So the maximum score is 20 points. So if we can get at least 10, you'll get the Sega Lodge seal of approval. Okay. Uh, Okay, so for questions, you can either pick an easy question or a hard question. So what's the difference? Easy question, one point. Hard question, two points. Okay. Mm. (laughs) So round one one is the question, easy or hard? Let's start off hard. Let's see how hard we're going to be. Sonic-related hard question. Maybe not that hard. What is the name of the mysterious and powerful gemstone that appears in both Sonic Mania and Sonic Forces and can be used? I didn't let you finish. I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't know. What if it's not that? 
So, and can be used to distort time and space. Yeah, that's Phantom Ruby. Come on. Phantom Ruby. Yeah. From both Sonic Mania and Sonic Forces. Why are you saying it like Forces. that? Are you reaching, reaching filming me right now? Like, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> is that your final answer? That's part of the game. Oh, Noah. the mind game. Yes, it's Phantom Ruby. So that's your final answer. Yes! The Phantom Ruby. And your answer is... Correct! Yes! Two points! Well done! I don't know if I'm sweating because it's hot in Texas or because of the pressure of this game. Not anymore, and it's because of the pressure of the game, yes. Welcome to the Sega Lounge Challenge. Good job, good job. Two points. So, off to a great start. It's time for our first music round. And how do these work? You're a musician, for crying out loud. So, we are having (laughs) an old-fashioned game of In Reverse. So we have, I have for these music rounds, I have 10 second long clips of Sonic tracks, but they are all in reverse. Oh, this is can you fun. recognize them? Okay. So if you get, if you give me the game, you'll get one point. If you give me the game and where it plays in the game, like a, a stage or even if you don't know the stage, where you recognize it from, something that tells me that you know. I'll give you another point. Okay. Okay. Ready for the first one? Sure. No, you're not. Let's take a listen. Oh, this is uh, Sonic 2, uh, Hidden Palace. Uh, Or sorry. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, It's uh, Sonic 3, not Sonic 2. My mistake. Yes, it's Sonic 3 and Knuckles. I'm going to say Sonic 3 and Knuckles so you don't get me over whether it's Sonic 3 or Sonic and Knuckles. We're going to go Sonic 3 and Knuckles because I can guarantee it's in that one. uh, You're covering all bases. Yeah, that's Hidden Palace. Hidden Hidden Palace Palace Zone. Hidden Hidden Palace Zone, just to be exact. Right, okay. So Sonic 3 and Knuckles, Hidden Palace Zone. Yes. Yes. No doubts about it. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to doubt it. I'm just going to go for it. I think you should. You should always trust yourself. Yes, like Sonic would. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Believe in yourself. Yourself. That's right. Um, <laughs> yourself. <laughs> Extraordinary things can happen, Noah, when you believe in yourself. Two points. Well done. Let's take a listen to the track, not in reverse. I listened to a lot of Sonic 3 music for the uh, preparation of making my music for Triple Trouble. Oh, I'm sure. I would have also accepted Lava Reef Zone Act 2, which is the same song, Mm. right? So... I was thinking for a second, I'm like, is it actually Lava Reef? I'm like, no, <laughs> nope, don't do it. Yeah, yeah, I, I, would, I would have accepted both, you're, but you're correct. Two points. Okay, so that means four points. Wow. Can we get a perfect score today? Oh, don't Unheard do that. Unheard of. Unheard of. Oh, no. Okay, the pressure's on. Round three question. So, again, Sonic, non-Sonic, easy, hard, your choice. <laughs> uh, let's go Sonic again. I'm gonna go save. Sonic. And easier hard. Uh, what are we at? Four? Let's do hard again. Okay. So this is a bit of a stretch. Oh no. In are you familiar with the game called Crusader of Senti? What? For Crusader of Senti for the, the Genesis. No uh, known in Europe as Soleil. No? Never I heard don't of think it? So. Okay. Oh no, this is bad. So it's hard. In Crusader of Senti or Soleil, you can find Sonic the Hedgehog at the beach. Okay, so it's like a uh, an Easter egg. Okay. If you talk to Sonic, he says something like, "I'm a gallant hedgehog. Don't mess, or you'll get blank." 
fill in the blanks oh <laughs> or <goodness>. the blank. <laughs> he, he says, I am a gallant hedgehog. Don't mess or you'll get. I've seen this like once in my life. There's no way I'm going to remember it. Don't mess or you'll get. <laughs> He's at the beach. You'll get hurt. That's all. That's the best I got. Like, I, I, it's not going to get any better. It's okay. <laughs> Are you sure? Absolutely not. But I'm not going to come <laughs> with anything better. Don't mess. You'll get hurt. So Noah, Noah mm-hmm. Copeland. Final answer. That's all I got, man. <laughs> just, just please, just tell me. <laughs> just please end the torture. <laughs> Your answer, uh, don't mess or you'll get hurt, is surprisingly incorrect. No, uh, no, 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 no. It's what did he say? Burned. Burned. Don't, oh, that's don't so much. mess or you'll get burned. I knew it had to be something more 90s, but yeah, I like don't mess or you'll get burned. Yeah. A uh, pretty good game, by the way. Like, uh, it's it's unfair to say this, but it's like a Zelda-like game. It's an action RPG okay. where you control a, a character that has the ability to talk to animals and use their abilities. So, pretty pretty wow. fun okay. game. Yeah, yeah. Talk to hedgehogs, apparently. Yeah, and he's like Sonic's like at the beach, like yeah, you. Talk to to him, and he says that. I'm so a no point. Hedgehog, what the a gallant, gallant hedgehog. What in the what in the localization is that? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so four points. Let's go with another music round. Round four, music. Okay. So, are you ready for another? Yes, please. Track in reverse. I feel yes, better about please. music. Okay. No, no gallant hedgehogs here. <laughs> oh yeah. This is uh, Skydeck from Sonic Adventure uh, 1, composed by Jun Sunoi. That was very quick. It was like an immediate answer. Oh, that guitar just gives it away, baby. I, bet, I don't think they're in frame, but I have like five guitars behind I, me. So. I, I, yeah, I, I saw those. Yes, that's amazing. So... How many points know. was that? Yeah? I don't know. Is, is that your final answer? Absolutely, because yeah. it's right. Uh, is it? Is it going to be two points or is it just one for the music round? It's two. It's Heck two yeah. points. Yes. Let's take a listen. Mm, Love this one. Pinchy this is, harmonics. Yeah. Yeah. Love this one to bits. Okay. So that's six points already. That's amazing. You're doing. An amazing job. What round okay. are we on? Round five. Halfway okay. there. Okay. Only you only need four more points to to win this. So oh, gosh. round five questions again. Easy or hard? Sonic or not Sonic? Ugh, let's go. Although I, I cheated a little bit in that one, right? Yeah. Sonic-ish. Yeah, Sonic that adjacent. Was, that, was, that was dirty. <laughs> uh my my pride's a little burned, so let's go Sonic easy. On this one. Sonic Easy. Yeah, I'm not feeling okay. so confident anymore. Low risk, okay. low reward. Got a, got a nice one for a Sonic Easy. What was the name given to several prototypes of Sonic the Hedgehog by his designer, Naoto Oshima? Uh, Mr. Needlemouse. So you're saying before being called Sonic the Hedgehog, he was called Mr. Needlemouse. 100% that's what he was called. What, what kind of name is that? It's a it's a name for a a, a, a mammal covered with spines. It's a needle mouse. Uh, in fact, Sonic Four's um, code name was uh, Project Needle Mouse, if I remember, as a reference to that. That is correct. Yay! And the answer is correct as well. Yay! <laughs> well done. One point. <laughs> All right. Cool. Seven Ooh. points. Get in. Okay. Music round, round six. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay, let's take a listen. I think this one is pretty easy as well. Let's take a listen. Oh, that's uh, 
Sonic Mania, uh, Studiopolis. By T. Lopes. Mm-hmm. Fellow and yes, Portuguese. I'm confident on that. Oh, fellow Portuguese? Yes. So... Sonic Triple Trouble 16-bit is available in Portuguese, by the way. That's true. In the options menu. Although I usually play it in English, but yes. Fine. Uh, <laughs> but I do appreciate that. Um, which act? Oh, no. <laughs> you were specific in the first one, so you've set precedent. That was not specific in the first one. Y- you were. I said hidden the palace. First, the first, no, the first question. I don't know. I can't remember what the first question was anymore. But you uh, said uh, you said specifically. You went specifically with very specific answer. So, which act? Do I have to two? say with that? I'm not jeopardizing my answer because the the, the the song is different. I think it's so. act one, but I don't. Do I get Do I get any points if I get the act? If, if the game is correct, you get one point. Okay, cool. If you only, uh, you know, if you only get the the stage incorrectly, you get you can still get one point if the game. I correct. don't know the difference between Act One and Act Two in that song. I'm gonna Act One, but I don't this know. is the first time I can say that my uh, guests are literally sweating. So. <laughs> <laughs> literally, towel here wiping away. The yes. Forehead. So, so you're give me an answer. Act one or act two? What does your gut tell you? Act one. Gut says act one. I'm not doubting it. Okay. Believe in yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yourself. So Sonic Mania is mm-hmm. indeed the game. One point. Yes. The stage is Studiopolis Zone. Yeah. Act. One. Yes. Yes. Good Two head. points. Right. Two what am points. I at now? Nine. Let's take Nine. a listen to the, the actual track. By the way. I think the main reason why I remembered it is because it was uh, given away at South by Southwest here in Austin mm-hmm. as a when Sonic Mania was like first revealed. Yeah. Yeah, was like the first song. They like gave it away as a like MP3 to the people. Okay, that excellent. Yeah. Okay, so we only need one point. Okay, we're gonna do it till round ten, but you only need one more point All to right. win. What this. round are we on? Okay, round seven. So okay. four rounds left. Round seven. Question: Easy, hard, Sonic, non-Sonic. Let's do it easy, non-Sonic. Easy, we'll branch non-Sonic. out now that we're oh. got a good lead. That's a very good, a very good choice here. Okay, so mm, easy non-Sonic. I'm I'm looking at some of these easy questions. They are not easy. What? Are, who wrote? What did you I not thinking? write them? Oh. Who wrote them? Yes, that's good. Well, who wrote these? Yeah, I did. Okay, let's go with this. <sighs> breathe, Noah. Breathe. What is Kazuma Kiryu's tattoo in the Yakuza series? Oh, God. Kazuma Kiryu. Are you familiar with Yakuza? No. no a, like a dragon. It's a, dra- now, I'll say it's it's now, a dragon. It's now, it's now called Like a Dragon, but it, it used to be called the series, Yakuza. right? So, Yakuza. Yeah, I don't have a clue. Game's a little so, violent for me. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what it's tattoo of. I'll say a dragon since that's the name of the series. Uh, Kazuma Kiryu is known as the Dragon of Dojima. Okay, so let's go Dragon. I got nothing else. Yeah, you, you already went with Dragon, so I'm just giving okay. you more information now, in. that, now that it's locked in. It's my final answer, Regis. <laughs> so, <laughs> your, your answer is... I can't do a good impression. <laughs> uh, the answer is... <laughs> It's dragon, yes. Yes! It's a dragon. It depicts a dragon grasping a pearl. Okay, that's a complete so, guess. So we'll go with that. Yes, so 10 points. Yay. Well done. I did well it. Well done. 10 points. Good job. I thought you were going to do old okay. Sega stuff. <laughs> uh, I, have, I have those if you want to. I have those. 
But I thought that this would be easier, but maybe I, I was wrong. Either way, you did it. So let's keep going with our final, final music round. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> let's take a listen to this track in reverse. <laughs> Oh, yes, I know this one. That is uh, Sunset Park Zone, um, Act 3, uh, from Sonic Triple Trouble. Uh, fun fact, the song is in the sound test menu for Sonic Chaos, the game before it, but went unused until Sonic Triple Trouble. So there's a chance it was not composed by uh, Yayoi Fujimori like the rest of Triple Trouble was, but was composed by the previous person, considering it was there. But we don't know for sure. Mm -hmm. So what you're saying is I would go, I would pick a Triple Trouble track for this challenge when clearly you would recognize it. Yeah, you picked the best one too. That's the most recognizable one. That's the one I got the most requests for when it was like looking forward to the music. Have you made a Sunset Park Act 3 yet? What's that going to mm -hmm. sound like? The train section. We want the train section. I'm like, <laughs> I'm working on it. I promise. <laughs> a lot of pressure on that. That was one of the last things I made because I was like, I'm going to do this once I know how to make games better. So I waited a long time to make that song and that stage. You did a good job. And you get two, two points. For the Yay. job and for the answer. Correct. That's it. Let's take a listen. Not only that you mentioned that, imagine being the, like the main composer and the song that people most recognize from this game is one that you didn't work on. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We don't know for sure, but maybe, possibly. maybe it does maybe, have a different yeah. style than the rest. It, of them. it does, it does. Yeah. Okay, so that means you're off to a, an amazing uh, final result, I'm sure. But we have two rounds left, so no, round round nine is the last one where you can pick between an easy or a hard question. Okay. Okay. Round ten is always a hard question, and I already know what the hard question will be. So. Okay. Do you and want can I still pick Sonic or non-Sonic on this round? On this one, yes. Okay. Do you have any old Sega questions? I do. Okay, then let's do an old Sega question. Okay. I have the perfect one for you. Okay. Let's hear it. Space Harrier. Okay. Okay. Upon starting a game of Space Harrier, and think carefully, Noah, what words are you greeted with? You hear something when you start the game. Like, oh gosh. I don't know this. There's a voice saying something. Iconic. Oh, I'm a fake. I'm a fraud. <laughs> I don't know what it is, man. You know, this is probably the, the easy question most gosh, people get get funny. wrong. I can tell you that it was an arcade uh conversion, and I can tell you how they faked the sprite scaling okay. on Genesis, but I because I was looking at technical things to try to get that, but I cannot tell you what phrase they said at the start. Um, I don't know. But you, you, you do remember that, that there's a voice saying something, right? No? <laughs> no, I'm, no. <laughs> I'm a failure. Uh, as uh, I said, said I, this, is, this is like iconic, and uh, it's probably the question, the easy question that most people get uh, wrong. Mm. I've been doing this for a long time, so yeah. What Man. what what would be a, a nice way to to you know get you pumped to play the game? Go with whatever is a, you. Is it a question or an exclamation? Uh, exclamation. I'm gonna yeah. say. All, and also an advice, in a way. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> I'm going to say, um, get ready. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm going with get ready. It's, the best it's an got. advice, right? It's an advice yeah, and like, an exclamation. It is. Yeah. It fits it the is. criteria. Okay. Final answer. Get ready. We're going with it, man. I know it's not right. Just tell okay. me. Okay. Okay. It's half right, Noah. 
Okay. Because the, the full answer is, welcome to the fantasy zone. Get ready. Oh. So I will give you half a point. <laughs> okay. Okay. Half a point. Uh, no jingle. But half a point. Half a okay. point. Okay, half a point for the effort. That means I only uh, lost half my dignity. Okay, yes. <laughs> half my reputation is gone. Exactly, exactly. So good job, good job. Half a point for this final easy question. And now it's where things get interesting, Noah. Round final 10. easy question or final hard question? Final easy question. This was an easy question. Okay. The, fi the final hard question is coming after okay. this, okay. Uh, round 10, right now, round 10. Hard question, sonic question. One of the names included in the credits of Sonic Triple Trouble as staff. Oh, I think I know what this is. Is Saori Kobayashi. No, okay. What? Okay. <laughs> what is this former employee of Sega best known for? Oh, gosh. What was the name? Saori Kobayashi. A woman, and I, I can, I can, uh, uh, I will accept different answers depending on what exactly you mm -hmm. you want. You want you, you want to say? Okay, what was the no. name again? Saori Kobayashi. She is. She is in the credits as staff. It's just staff. Nothing more yes. specific than that. Nothing more specific. She is known, however, for doing something. Okay. And so working not, on something. Okay. I'm going to say it's not music because Yayoi Wachi, or, which is her maiden name, or Fujiori was, did all the music except for potentially Sunset Park. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to say it's something art-related. She did some kind of art design some character that uh, we know. Um, this is a, this is, she's known for Sonic contribution or Sega contribution. That's what I'm asking. Oh, <laughs> you could, you can just tell me what, like, mm, but what, uh, she, what, she, what, 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 what like job she would have or something. What, uh, you know, um, well, I was gonna say artist, but okay, if it was you can uh, go with that, we can go with that. I, I will accept uh, an answer in that you know but, realm, but the game was developed by Aspect and mm -hmm. only produced, by but I, I'm not saying I'm not saying she did this on this game, okay? So I, I actually am not saying this at all, I'm saying she is known for something Producer. else in mm. a different. Project or projects. The question is what? Yeah, I'm going to say she's an artist and she like, I don't know, helped with Chow in Sonic Adventure or something okay. like that. Okay. Final I, answer. I thought you were going to ask, um, there's actually someone credited in uh, Triple Trouble that's called H. Kojima. Like Hideo Kojima. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Uh, that would be a, a good a good question. But I always no. thought that was funny. I'm That's like, true, what? yes. Hideo Kojima works this game. <laughs> it's just an initial, <laughs> but yeah. And a very common surname, so could be anyone. But yeah, I don't know. I'm going to say they're an artist and they... Gosh. Oh. Yeah, did something related to Chow. Okay, okay. So... The answer is locked in. Saori Kobayashi is known for working in the Panzer Dragoon series. Okay. okay. Uh, specifically Saga and Orta. Panzer Dragoon Saga and Panzer Dragoon Orta, the two uh, last games in the series. Is she an artist, though? If she's an artist, I'll give you the two points. Yes, I'm not changing it now, man. No, artist. no, I know. It's it's it's, it's too late. That's tough. She is a composer. Yeah. <laughs> you know the who first else? Thing you said is no. She's not a musician. So let's. <laughs> she what did she do on Triple Trouble then? I don't know. Maybe sound Staff. effects. 
staff. Maybe, yeah. maybe she did sound effects for uh, what? Which one is it? Is it Chaos? I think so. Or uh, Sonic Drift or something. I saw okay, that. so she probably did sound effects so then. Probably, probably. Because a lot of she's not not exactly credited. A lot of Sega people will that. do sound effects and music. They're just audio general. Yeah, type yeah. of thing. But you know who else is a composer on one of the Panzer Dragoon games? Who? Yoyoi Fujimori, who's oh. a composer for Triple Trouble. Okay. I know because I listened to her stuff, the songs that she did for Panzer Dragoon during my research because her style feel yes, yeah her style is unlike any of the other sonic games mm-hmm. and it's really limiting to compose for a 8-bit sound chip right so i wanted to hear True. what her stuff sounded like that was more you know um real instruments if you will sort of stuff mm-hmm. and what mm-hmm. that sound like so i listened to all her panzer dragoon stuff okay excellent i didn't know that so cool. that's nice ah. Maybe, maybe I take uh, away a point um, from you for not knowing. <laughs> you get an extra half point. Okay, <laughs> the missing half point. Okay, so Noah, all in all, two, two, so six, seven, nine, ten, twelve, twelve and a half points, which is a very, and I mean very respectable score for okay. this game. Not many people get uh, that good of a score. So well done. And you get the official Sega Lounge seal of approval, which I will send to you. It's Yay. a real thing. And I will send to you. I should have well stuck done. all Sonic though. Could <laughs> <laughs> have gone for 14. Okay. Very good. Thank you very much for, for being such a good sport and, and playing the game. So before we go, uh, we're almost, uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to let you go because um I know it's very hot, I know. Before it's, I melt. Yeah, before you melt. But uh, we already mentioned a, a few of the, the things that people can expect from 16-bit uh, uh, or Triple Trouble 16-bit. What are your plans for the future, Noah? Anything you've, you can share or are working on, have planned out? Are you still just learning more? Yes, so we're still... <laughs> As we mentioned earlier, doing Turkish uh, more language uh, patches for Triple Trouble and just some bug fixes, but all the mm-hmm. content's done on that. Um, but what I am working on currently in pre-production and prototyping right now is the Noah Copeland original. Uh, no okay. more fan game, just uh, my own character, my own franchise. Excellent. I'm very excited to reveal about it, but I can't yet until the time is proper. Um, but what I can tell you now is that it's sort of a, um, I would describe it as a cross between Sonic and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So Ooh. imagine, you know, high speed rolling around, but also your team of, you know, crime fighting animals, if you will. So more okay. combat as well. Okay. Okay. Excellent. That's a, an interesting premise. I'm trying to be as Looking 90s as possible as you can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. And so people, uh, if they want to learn more about that future project, the best way is to follow you on Twitter, perhaps? I would say, yeah. For now, follow me yeah. on Twitter. If a okay. better um, place to find out comes up, I will post it on Twitter. So okay. start there. Okay. Excellent. So we'll we'll share that link, obviously, in the show notes, and people can follow you there. Uh, Noah, we have one last question, which is the the same one for every guest. Uh, you mentioned the the SNES having Mode Seven, okay, but the Genesis had Blast processing. Absolutely, absolutely. So my question to all my guests is: If you could add Blast processing to anything in the world, what would it be, and why? Um, it would be traffic after work so I could get home way quicker. <laughs> <laughs> Blast cross me right home. Okay. I I agree. Yeah, yeah. That blast processing to, to the to, to your commute. I, I think, yeah, that's a a winning concept. Okay. Probably yes. the, the fastest, the quickest question, uh, answer we had. Yes. Ever to this question. <laughs> the blast process of that question. Exactly. Yeah, the toll lane tries, but it can't be quick enough. I need some blast process. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good answer, good answer. No, anything else you'd like to add to people listening in? Uh, fans or not yet fans, but fans to be? 
Uh, I just want to say thank you so much, absolutely from the bottom of my heart, of everyone that has played Sonic Triple Trouble 16-bit, that has reached out to me and the people that worked on it and told us that you think we did a good job and that you like the game and that it's really good. Um, that means the world to me as I worked you know, kind of in isolation on that thing for five years. So just to get people tell me that it's great, it's awesome, it's the best thing since Sonic 3 and all this type of stuff is mind-blowing to me. And so thank you, thank you so much. And if you haven't played it, please check it out. Great words. I, I absolutely love it. Yeah. yeah. What I did was uh, when I updated to, to the latest version, I deleted everything and started over because I had oh, wow. completed the game already. But I said, no, no, let's play this from the start. Let's do it again. Uh, and I love it on my Steam Deck, as I shared before. Heck yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. To play on the go. Yeah. Great screen. Yeah. It's basically so. a, a big game gear. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, about the same kind of you know battery battery uh, level yeah capacity. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, Noah, thank you very much for coming on the show. Uh, thank you for enduring the heat of <laughs> <laughs> of, of these, the Sega Lounge these, challenge of this exactly yeah, uh, and all the best for uh, Triple Trouble and you know your future projects. And please be sure to come back when you have more news on that new project. We'd love to have you. Oh, I'd love that. Thank you so much. Thank you. A huge thank you to Noah for talking to me even in very hot temperatures, both weather and challenge related. Be sure to check out the link in the show notes and download Sonic Triple Trouble 16-bit if you haven't yet. It's worth to note that you should also update the game to its latest version if you already have it in order to get all the amazing features added recently. I'd also like to thank Jean Perdal for his suggestion. And remember, if you have a specific guest you'd like to see coming on the Sega Lounge, let me know via our social accounts or email podcast at thesegalounge.com. With that in mind, it's time to say goodbye and remind you that the doors of the lounge will reopen next week. Until then, take care, enjoy playing through Sonic Origins Plus, the recent update to Sonic Frontiers or Sonic Triple Trouble 16-bit, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. The Sega Lounge, hosted by me, KC, and part of Radio Sega's network of live shows and podcasts. Theme song and incidental music by OSC. Find them at opusciencecollective.bandcamp.com. Got any suggestions? Drop me an email to podcast at thesegalounge.com. Find us at The Sega Lounge on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can find previous episodes of the show by going to thesegalounge.com and wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. A Mixed On Productions podcast.